Hey, Julie Davis here from Asia Dynamics, and today I have with me the very dynamic, amazing, gorgeous Lisa Novak from Novak Properties. So welcome, 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 Lisa. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for the beautiful intro. I appreciate that. I'm excited. So many people, I would say majority of people uh, know you, Lisa, because of your, your um, digital um, presence, um, both on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you're the queen of all of that. But for those who <laughs> don't know you, uh, can you share a little bit about, um, about you and about Novak Properties? Yeah, sure. Um, so Novak Properties was started by my husband, Mark, and myself 19 years ago today. Wow. It's our birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, thank you. And look, you know, it's uh, there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears, that's for sure, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, we really launched in head first. I mean, my husband, Mark, was 23 when we started our real estate agency. Um, and uh, here we are now with 50 staff. So uh, oh it's gosh. certainly been quite a milestone. Yeah. But, Julie, I, I spent a lot of time in the background of our business um, pretty much for the first 16 years and then decided three years ago that I wanted to launch headfirst into real estate sales. It was really something I'd wanted to do my whole life. Mm -hmm. that, that's um, a big but, step, You know, the it? time wasn't right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. At, at, and I'll be honest, like I thought it was just going to be such an easy transition over, but little did I know, um, I actually had a lot to learn. And you had a lot of juggling to do as well because you have, uh, I think, growing up children or growing up children. I do. So I've got two girls. Two girls, a 23-year-old and a 15-year-old. But, you know, that was one of the reasons, Julie, that I didn't launch straight into sales. You know, the business mm. needed me elsewhere. But my kids also did, and that was my absolutely. priority. Yeah, and as so, it should you know, be too. Yeah, absolutely. It's and a juggling act, right? It is working mums. It is. It is a juggling act. And what's your what's your probably um, biggest secret to a juggling act with a family? Because I'm sure there's going to be listeners out here that would say, "Oh, Lisa yeah. can do it all." But what was your secret in terms of of juggling Look, that? I think you know with. With social media, a lot of the stuff that is portrayed on social media is not reality, right? Mm -hmm. And so there is, you never get the balance right. Um, I think that was one thing that I learned very, very quickly was I, I, I kept being really hard on myself and thinking, how do I get this balance right? There's mm -hmm. no secret to it. You can't. But what I have done that I think is a great tip for a lot of working mums is putting not negotiables into your life. That's what I did. Yeah. So, you know, as an example, Tuesday nights and Friday nights and Sundays are my not negotiables for spending time with the family. Not negotiable, doesn't matter what's going on. That Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I think that quite often we sac well, some people sacrifice so much, but it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You have to have your not negotiables. You got to, you got to do it, you know, and there's always going to be the sale or the listing, but the reality is I will be home at 6.30 on a Tuesday night with my kids. All of us will sit around a table and we'll have dinner because the sacrifice for so much work goes into, you know, all those other days, late nights, mm -hmm. Mondays and Wednesdays right? So it's really important. Yeah. So if we, if we look back in the, so three years ago, when you were, you know, you've had a lot of experience uh, behind the scenes and business wise, and you took the leap into sales, what do you wish, um, 
the one? What, what do you wish you had have known before you did that? Look, I think the really long hours. Um, I was blindsided by that. I didn't realise that mm-hmm. it was going to be quite the sacrifice that it really is. Um, the hours are long. They can be stressful. And, again, I think it's a matter of just working out how to balance that. But, yeah, I was certainly blindsided by how many hours would be required in sales. If you want to be a great agent or not, right, it's still that sacrifice um, Mm. of, of, you know, giving so many hours to this job. Tell me, um, I'm going off script here a little bit, but I'm interested to know your team, your own personal team. How do you juggle that? How do I juggle my team here in the office? Yes. What help, what assistance do you have? Yeah, so there's three of us in total, about to be four. Um, So I've got myself, my colleague, Michael. So Michael looks after a lot of the buyers on my database, Mm -hmm. which is great because I really like to nurture those those buyers, those clients as well. Um, So Michael takes amazing care of those buyers. We've worked together for the last two years. Phenomenal, phenomenal um, colleague. And then we've got an assistant, Jade. So Jade does a lot of our groundwork for us which really just frees us up to mm-hmm. be able to look after the client and the property. Yeah, that's great. So let's let's reflect because I'm sure, like everybody else, it's not been smooth sailing. Nope. And um, so if you reflect on maybe some of the biggest um, mistakes or failures or learning opportunities, I like to call them, mm. what have they been and what's the biggest lesson for you that come out of that? Look, I'd have to say it would have to be second-guessing myself. Um, And I think we all do this. We can all be, you know, guilty of this from time to time. But when I came into sales, there was a lot, Julie, that I saw was missing. And many of you will know that I do a lot with my social media. Mm -hmm. And I saw that that was a tool that was so underutilised three years ago in our industry. So I started to do a lot of these raw, authentic videos because Mm -hmm. I noticed that there was no $0 marketing strategy out there for vendors and saw that we had this great thing called social media that no one was using. So started to do a lot of these videos and thought, you know what, if I can put someone's property onto my social media, maybe I can sell it there and I can offer them a $0 marketing strategy. Well, you know, there were certain parts of the industry or certain people in the industry that thought what I was doing was crazy. Um, And I started really listening to that. And thought, oh, you know, people were saying, we're not real estate that way. What are you doing? You're embarrassing the industry. You're embarrassing yourself. And so I stopped doing it for a little while um, and then realised that this is not about me. It's not about them. It's about that client and what the needs of the client is. So that would that would have to be one of the biggest things, second-guessing mm-hmm. myself and not actually really listening to my inner voice. And, that's, and your results have been incredible, Lise. And, and, and this year you stood on stage at ARIC and presented, I'm sure, a highlight of your career and your life. Absolutely, without a doubt. And I know that you've got a little question for me here about what's something that most people don't know about me. And I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun. Oh, you can jump the gun. So, yes, let's talk about that um, for a moment. But it would have to be that I was petrified of public speaking. And so a lot of people will find that just, you know, hard to understand because I do so much video content. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Putting yourself out there on social media is one thing, doesn't bother me at all. And putting yourself in front of a stage um, 
you know, in front of 3,000 people mm-hmm. is quite the ordeal. And, um, you know, I'd done a couple of public speaking gigs before, nothing like Eric. No, um, but, you know, it was something I wanted to do my entire life was get up and do public speaking. And I really realised that it was actually all just going on in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. loved it. I, if I ever had the opportunity to do it again, I would jump at it. Loved it. I'm sure there's going to be many a stage for you to speak on, um, <laughs> Lisa Novak. So tell us a bit about the prep work that you did actually to prepare yourself because this is a mental game, right? Everything's yeah. in a game. So in terms of such a big event, and I know I'm going off topic a bit, but such a big event, what did you do? What did you have to tell yourself? What was the whole yeah, movement I, around that? I, A lot of the things that um, I think people struggle with when they're trying to put themselves out there on social media. So I really just drew on a lot of that. And that is um, that whole fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. You know, what Mm -hmm. is the worst thing that's going to happen? Um, You know, and and also realising that the information that I was giving was actually almost like a, a gift for people. I was up there on that stage and I wasn't boasting about myself and you know, my achievements for 20 minutes, I was there giving just good, solid, genuine information to help people. Yeah. yeah. So really taking that onus off myself and and putting it onto them. Um, You know, it's a a lot of prep work though. Oh, I bet. I bet. There was a lot of prep work, but something unusual happened as I was walking onto that stage. I don't know what happened to the nerves, but they disappeared the minute I got on the stage. And I was like, what was I worried about for a year? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I loved it. But there was a lot of prep work. Being prepared is key and getting up and talking about stuff that you really do know about, right? Yeah, yeah. That helps. It's not, you know, like you look at it, you know, when you're going to do a listing presentation or anything, it's got to be stuff you know about. You've got to be yeah. prepared. Um, it's really interesting. I was just learning. It's a bit of an aha moment for me actually because we, we always talk, we talk a lot about judgment and being judged. And as, as humans, unfortunately, we just tend to, it's a natural thing that we do and that we would judge. But I hadn't heard until recently about how we judge up. Have you ever heard of that before, judging no. up? No. Yeah. So it's actually when we judge up and compare ourselves to other people. So we're judging okay. people of uh, how our perception is that they're so much better than us, they're so much more confident, they're so much more experienced as I'm sure there's probably a, like a lot of people in the audience, when we talk about Eric, they would be judging up saying, I could never do that. 100%. And, 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 um, and, and that thought certainly crossed my mind as well because I'm sure if you asked any one of those 3,000 people in there, you'd probably find that 2,950 would say, oh, my God, there is no way I would ever get up on that yeah. stage. So, you know, it was a huge milestone. It's something I really wanted to do, though. I like to push myself. Yeah. Um, but again, I think, you know, taking that onus off, this is not about me. This is me trying to, you know, I, I want to give something to you guys. Yeah. So it was taking that onus off me. Well, when we think about when you make it about about you, about me, about anyone, it comes from a place of ego. Yeah. When you make it about somebody else, it comes from a place of humility. That's right. And um, I, I think that's a very good place to come from. So yeah. if somebody's like relatively new in the industry or thinking about coming into the industry, what would be the advice you'd give them? You've got to, and it's what I'm always saying here to, to our crew in the office, you've got to do what you love. 
If you do what you love, it's very hard to fail. So you've got to ask yourself, you know, often people will come in and they say, oh, Lisa, I really, you know, I'd love to work as your assistant. or I'd love to work in sales. You've got to be doing what you love. It's the same advice I give to my kids. You know, it, you ask yourself, are you doing what you really mm-hmm. want to be doing? Because you'll do really well at it. Exactly right. It's like, well, I talk about being in flow, right? And it is having that is what's going to make your soul sing. And what is it that you've got a natural gift to do? That's it. Because if you're genuinely doing what you love, and I am, um, it's not work, Jules. It's exactly. just not work. Exactly. Right? I feel the same. Yeah. I, I will work those long hours. Like a lot of my a lot of my girlfriends will say to me, Oh, you just work too hard. It's like I'm it's not work. I'm doing what I love, you <laughs> I know? know, and I genuinely do love that. And I, I I hope that shows and I, you know, I hope that resonates. But you've got to ask yourself, make sure that you're doing what you love. Yeah, that's really, really important really good advice. So we're influenced, you know, throughout our, our life and our career by um, people. Um, quite often there are very special people in our life that have influenced. Who do you think has influenced uh, you um, during your life? Oh, my goodness, so many people. But, you know, look, and it might sound a little bit cliche, but it's got to be my family. Um, you know, it not has to be. It is my yeah. family, without a doubt. So, you know, it, your children and or my children, my mum, my husband, I've got an extremely supportive husband. Um, you know, what you see with us on our social media is exactly what you get. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he continues to support me. Um, so, you know, without a doubt, within my inner circle and then mm-hmm. my team. I mean, I work very closely with my team. Michael and I, we're colleagues. As I said, we've worked together for a number of years. Um, we uh, just have a phenomenal work relationship phenomenal um we're extremely respectful of one another and then the outside influences if i can um call, call them that uh you know there's so many people really you know there's leanne pilkington um she's amazing i think she's she amazing so yeah. many great things for our industry um tom panos obviously tom coaches we do a lot of coaching with tom panos yes. um imi callister there's so many people but yeah, certainly within so many good people in our industry we really we? do in terms of coaches and people who are in that leadership, um, we're just very blessed to have really good people. And, they really do. Uh, and they really, really care. Um, so yeah. we've, we have talked about it and and um, the obvious thing would be, but we'll go a bit, a bit deeper when we talk about what's the strength that you bring to your clients. So it's all very well being on social media um, and all of that sort of thing, but you actually have to get the results which you have. What is that special thing that you bring to your clients that makes you so successful? So besides the social media, because, you know, obviously that's just an, you know, it's an added tool that I have. Um, trust and honesty. So I will always promise my clients that I will always be very, very honest with them. Uh, you know, sometimes the information that I need to give, much like a specialist, is not always what they want to hear, but it will always be honest. Mm. Um, so, you know, and and it takes time to build that trust sometimes with clients. They've chosen me out of a number of agents and, you know, they only know me from what they might have seen on social media or what they, maybe they've heard from a friend or what they've mm. read from mm. a review. But, yeah. you know, that trust and honesty is always there. Um, treating people like human beings. It's and really that's what it's important, about, isn't it? It's yeah. about respect, whether they're your team members, your family, 
your clients. Uh, respect is such an important essence of everything that, that we do. Without a doubt, you know, treating people like human beings, people can sense it from a mile away. Mm -hmm. You know, they know that what they're seeing from me on my social media is exactly what they're getting. It's not a different person. It's not an act. Um, but yeah, I, I just treat people the way that I would want to be treated. Yeah, that's um, really good advice. And so is there one more little sneaky thing that we might not know about you because I uh, took that limelight away from you? <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. There's, there, there, there's so many. I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a crazy worker. I, you know, in, in terms of the hours that I put into, and I don't, it's not a job. It's not a job. There's a way of life for me. Um, the hours that I put in are ridiculous. Um, I get up at five o'clock in the morning um, and I generally finish up my day at about 10 o'clock at night. Uh, and that's generally about six to seven days a week. True story. And that's why those not negotiables have got to be in place. So, you know, even though Mark and I will go home and have early dinners with our kids um, at 6.30 on a Tuesday night, that will finish up at about 8.30 and then I'm right back on the job again. Yeah. So tell me, that, um, in terms of sustainability, um, tell me about your breaks. What do you do in terms of taking a break to, to refresh and restore you. Um, as in time out a holiday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm probably the worst person to ask. Oh, <laughs> no, I do. So, no, no. The, the, the truth is, and it's a really good question because it is really important because when I first started in sales, a very good friend of mine is a very well-known real estate agent as well, Delene Lewis. Mm -hmm. And Delene had said to me, Lise, I'm just telling you now, you're going to burn out. You need to, you need to find, you know, time out for yourself. And in the beginning, because I was just so hungry and so excited, I was like, no, but what has she meant? I, 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 you know, it's not true. The reality is it is. So mm -hmm. what do I do? Um, lots of massages. Mm -hmm. So at least one, maybe two a week. Um, Friday is my work away from the office day. So I'll really try and do stuff for myself, catch up with a girlfriend or, you know, do something nice for myself. Um and then lots of little mini breaks. We right. do take them. We do take them. We're very mindful of that. So Mark and I will usually sneak away every sort of, you know, 10 to 12 weeks for, even if it's for three days, Julie, yes. you know, just to recharge the batteries. But I have to be honest, that phone is, is you know, it rarely leaves my side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, it is, some, it is important. some might be forgiven to think that you're sitting in some, beautiful restaurant while we're having this <laughs> conversation but it is in fact your office yes it is. It's, a, it's a beautiful office just tell us quickly about the setup of your office and why you designed it like you did great question so true story um although i'll tell a little i'll tell you guys a little secret that is a green screen behind me however that is literally our office <laughs> yes. um so mark and i decided about five years ago now that we wanted to purpose build a real estate agency like no one had ever seen and it had absolutely nothing to do with ego it was all to do with the fact that we really saw that we were heavily moving into a digital world and while many um, offices and businesses were deliberating whether or not they even needed street frontages, where a lot of things could potentially be done remotely, like they are now, um, if it was necessary to have this, you know, this street frontage. 
as we move further and further into this digital era, we realised it was so important to nurture this human interaction. So important. So we wanted to purpose build an office that would do that. So our office consists of a six metre antipasto bar where we serve beautiful food um, and drinks, not alcoholic though. And, uh, and we've also got a beautiful indoor garden as well. We've got a 10 metre billboard. It's a phenomenal space. It's on a very busy intersection and we've got six metre um, glass windows as well. So we get a lot of passing traffic. But it was, it was genuinely built to nurture these human interactions. Yeah, yeah. I think really that important. exceptionally wise, Lisa Novak. And I actually look forward to visiting your office when I'm in yes. Sydney. Yes. And, um, and it's just been an absolute pleasure. And it's been, a, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you over, I don't know, the last three or four years and um, constantly bumping into each other. So, and thank, thank you, you also, absolutely. you're always supporting me and, um, and um, you're just doing an awesome job and you're thank a fantastic you. role model. Likewise. Can I just say likewise, thank you for everything that you do for our industry as well. Phenomenal. Oh, thank Hats you, Lisa. you. Thank you. We look forward to um, seeing you soon. Definitely. Thank you, Julie.